This song always brings me to Colossians 1, verse 15 through verse 20. And just before we, we move on, we're going to do some things tonight, just a little bit different. I'm excited what the Lord is going to do, but let's just pray through these verses. Lord, all is for your glory. You are the image of the invisible God. Jesus, you're the exact imprint of the nature of your Father. You are the radiance that comes from Him. When we see you, we see the Father. You are the firstborn of all creation. For by you, all things were created. In heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through you and for you, Jesus. And we bless you as our creator. We bless you as the one who is to receive all glory. We bless you as the one tonight who is to receive all worship. We bless you as the one who is going to return and receive all all dominion of every nation, of every tribe, of every tongue, King of kings and Lord of lords. It says He is before all things and in Him all things hold together. Lord, we say this is true. You are the highest. You are the firstborn. You are before all things. King of kings and Lord of lords. And at the word of Your power, creation is held together. At the word of your power, our physical bodies are held together. Lord, we thank you for the word of your power. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you for your sustaining, faithful power. And we acknowledge this as true tonight. As the world wages war against this truth, we say all things came from you, and you hold all things together by the word of your power. It says, He is the beginning. He is the firstborn from the dead. And this is where we get this line in the song, that in all things He might be preeminent. That in all things He might have the first place. Colossians 1, verse 18. Lord, we say have the first place. We say in this room, have the first place. We say in our hearts, have the first place. Firstborn from the dead. The one whom your Father raised and set at the right hand of power on high. Firstborn from the dead. Jesus, we agree with your intercession tonight. You are asking the Father to give you the nations. Father, we agree with his prayer. Give Jesus the glory in America. Give Jesus the glory in Colorado. Give Jesus the glory in Castle Rock. Give Jesus the glory in Denver. Give Jesus the glory in the front range. Set Him as the first place. 
says in verse 19, for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Verse 20, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Jesus, we thank you for your mercy. Father, we thank you for your purpose in your Son to make right all things, to bring all things back to you through the blood of the cross. We say there's nothing more powerful than the blood. There's nothing more powerful than the blood. The restoring, reconciling, redeeming power of the blood. Lord, we thank you tonight that we have found mercy in the blood of Christ. And we plead your blood over this city. We plead your reconciling, all-powerful blood over this state. We plead your blood over our families. We plead your blood over wayward children. And we say, bring them back to the Father. We plead your blood over the lost. We plead your blood over the addicted. We plead your blood over those who curse you today. Let them turn around tomorrow and bless you because they recognize the power of the reconciling blood of Jesus Christ. We plead your blood. Why don't we just do this one more time? Luna, lead us in that chorus. All is for your glory. Let's just sing this to the Lord. Lord, we just say this again in all things. We give you all things in our life. All things. In all things in our city, Lord. In all things in our family. In all things in your church, have the first place. We invite you to have the first place. It is your right. It is your birthright. Take your rightful place, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, you can sit down for just a minute. We're going to go right back to that place of worship and prayer. Um, as I was kind of praying where to take the service tonight over the last few days, um, I just had an impression that that our good friend Dan Yakely was supposed to encourage us tonight and then just take us into the place of prayer. So I called him and he graciously said yes to lead us in this prayer meeting tonight. If you didn't know, you just stepped into a prayer meeting. Everyone say, praise God. Praise God I'm in a prayer meeting. It's the best, it's the best place to be. And, uh, and I just honor the history of Dan in our region, in Denver, leading and laboring in intercession. There is a gift of prophetic intercession that rests on his life that as I've bumped up against, it has stirred my faith anew. It has caused me to recommit to the place of prayer. I'm not trying to talk you up. I'm just, it, it, is, it has really been a 
gift to our body, him stepping in and just being kind of drawn to the rock prophetically and, and then just releasing these years of history in God. And so I want you to open your hearts to his encouragement in prayer. And then we're going to go right back into worship and we're going to stir ourselves to hear, Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing? And then we're going to cry out for it. Amen? Amen. So Dan, if you would come up and just lead us. Thank you, brother. Can you guys just stretch out your hand to Dan? Let's just pray for him, Lord. Lord, we thank you for strength. We thank you for open ears. We thank you for anointing. And Lord, we just ask that you would come upon him, rise up in him. We ask that you would continue to use him in the front range and in Colorado and all over our nation, Lord, as one who starts fires, the fire of the Holy Spirit, one who lights that spark that brings an increase of faith and an increase of reach and an increase of engagement. And Lord, we just submit to your anointing upon this man. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let's all put a smile face on. We're in a prayer meeting. Say amen. When you're going into battle, it's good to get your battle cry on. Amen. I want to ask you a quick question. Who in here can feel a ministry anointing? You feel the presence of the Lord. It's ministering to you. Just raise your hand. Okay. Yep. Most of us. That, that is a, it's, it's an anointing that the Holy Spirit has brought to this house because of seasons of labor for an anointing for the deliverance, for the healing of marriages, healing of bodies, salvation. It's a manifested anointing here because there's been a price paid for it. Um, and I want to tell you that is a very real anointing and it will be here in this house because it's been paid for. There's another anointing that God's wanting to bring. It's already here, and so by faith we have to turn towards it. We have to recognize that there's another anointing that's on this house. It's what the Lord spoke in 2016. Forever had a connection to here, and I was praying in our sanctuary, and the Lord began to show me a picture of a coming glory coming to the rock, to this church. And he said, I'm going to send my glory. And I saw a prophetic picture. I hope it happens in the natural of what I saw. I saw cars lined for miles trying to get here. Desperate to get into the presence of God. It's happened in other locations in America at different times when there's been a contending. A man that I greatly respect, John Kilpatrick, says that God gives revival to a man. When a man cries out, cries out, cries out, cries out, God honors with his presence. And when he comes in such a sovereign way, it changes everything, everything. It takes, you know, we can really only, as churches, we can really only manifest different natures of God at different times. We don't really have the capacity to fully manifest the full nature of God until he comes sovereignly. And then there's this manifestation of God that's so beyond the abilities of man. The, the anointing to preach, the anointing, there's a breakout, there's healings, there's deliverances, and it happens massively at one time. And that's what I saw coming. And the Lord said, I want you to set your face and begin to pray. 
Then I heard the other thing. He said, I'm going to build a war machine in this church, a prayer, a war machine. It's going to be aggressive. It's going to be regional that I've given this church an anointing to pray. There's a root structure in Colorado that the rock has been given access to. It's like the ability when lightning strikes a tree, if you're standing on that root structure 100 yards away, it can electrocute you because it travels through the root structure. And the Lord says there's a root structure in Colorado that whatever you've done, the price, the prayers, the intercession, and just the thousands of yeses. You know, it's the thing of like, if I'm faithful in the little, that's what God said. If you're faithful in the little, I'm going to make you rule over much. And it's those yeses, and then you get more ground. It's the yeses, and you get more ground. Promotions follow the yes, the obedience. If God were to give you the fullness in one moment, it would crush you. You wouldn't have the character to stand underneath that kind of glory. So the character comes in the persistence and the faithfulness and even happened to be stretched. And Pastor Mike and Christy took over this ministry. Then the Lord began to purge the house. And the Lord spoke to me about that purging, that those that remain after the purging are the ones that are anointed to pray in the glory. And those that are here to pray in the glory, and then for you that have paid that price in prayer, then the Lord is going to send out the call He's going to manifest his glory in this region, and they will come in mass. But it's, it's like the picture of the anointing that's here tonight. It's what I, I can recognize it. The, I, I figured out since I was a youth pastor up until now, I've been in over 3,000 prayer meetings, uh, militant prayer meetings. I'm not talking about the soakers. I'm talking, that, that's a whole other level of prayer meeting. I'm talking about stuff where you're, my pastor I worked for, he, we worked for our salaries. All night prayer meetings, all night long. Sun went down until the sun went up. We were in the presence of God praying. He was the it was the one of the most desperate men for the presence of God I've ever met in my life. And I learned that desperation through him. And I I, I saw when we would pray the things that would happen in a moment. I saw the release, the reports of things that would happen just simultaneously as the prayers were released. And I feel that same anointing here. So here's how that anointing works. It's when Moses was in a place of transition on the backside of the desert, and he was walking, and he looked, and he observed a bush that was burning but not being consumed. And God did not speak to him until he went beyond the observing. He saw it, but he had to turn towards it. And in the turning towards it and going towards the bush that was burning with fire, then the Lord spoke to him out of that bush and said, take off your sandals, humble yourself before me. And that's where he received his mandate and his assignment to deliver Israel. And so tonight what we're going to do, we're going to appreciate greatly this anointing for personal ministry, that soaking anointing, but we're now going to turn our affection towards the war machine of the Spirit. If God has given this house an authority, Chuck Pierce came. I didn't have the language that he had, but the Lord said that I've given the rock massive authority in the region. Whatever she does in unity, in a worship service, in a prayer meeting, in the decreeing of the word every time Pastor Mike stands up here, or Pastor Marcus, or Tracy, or myself, or Andrew, every time the worship team is up here releasing, it is going outside of these walls, and it is affecting people way beyond your boundaries. Amen? 
Chuck Pierce gave it a greater language. He said that the rock was given a 120-mile radius around the building. That is the entire state of Colorado. That what we pray here tonight will work if you will engage it corporately. Now, I, I, I was in a meeting one time where uh, Mel Tari, he's one of the best friends of, of um, what's her name? Um, <laughs> help me. The biggest name in Christianity. Um, Heidi Baker. And uh, one of the best friends, he was at a church here about eight years ago. And he was preaching. He said, okay, no more soaking, no more sloking. That's sleeping and soaking. He said, I'm calling the church to radical prayer. And then he said this, God is about to send his glory to Colorado. And he said there will be a burning of repentance and fire that the church has never seen before. There will be a groaning repentance, a requirement on the body of Christ to cry out and to repent of sin. And I saw the line of people that lined up and rebuked that man at that meeting and said he had a false spirit. I walked up to him, I grabbed my wife's hand, Jenny. I said, I'm furious, this is ridiculous. That a man of God who saw revival come to Indonesia and shake the entire nation of Indonesia, the highest concentration of Muslims in the world, and shook it for the glory of God in the 70s through a Presbyterian church is now calling America to repentance. So I walked up, I said, Brother Mel, I said, I want to repent on behalf of these who don't understand the moves of God and don't understand the Spirit of God. And I want to say, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you, and I honor the anointing on you. And he jumped off the stage. He was like about this tall. He laid hands on my wife and I. He said, the glory of God is coming, and God is raising up a war machine in this city. There will be prayer released all over Colorado, and Colorado will be shaken for the glory of God. And I want to say yes and amen to that. Amen? So tonight we're going to, I was talking to Pastor Mike a few days ago. Tonight's going to be a lot more talky than in future prayer meetings. But we got, we've got to be coached on how to engage in the spirit. Because if not, we're going to be tempted to keep it in the personal ministry realm. And you won't realize the power of the authority that God wants to release through you through the power of his word. Amen? That there's word inside of you. And so what we're going to do, it's kind of like two-a-days where you got to, you know, you, get, you got these athletes that are a little bit out of shape and they've got to be stretched for a few weeks of throwing up two-a-days. So I've known some coaches that have done three-a-days that just hate their players, you know, and because it takes that stretching. And when they get conditioned and they get off that, that fat and that weight and they've thrown up all their intoxicities and so forth, and then they can move into regular coaching. And that's what we have to do right now. We've got to shift gears because it would be a travesty for us to miss the moment of Colorado if God's saying, The Rock, I'm calling you to build a war machine. I'm about to release my glory, and I need you to pray. Are you willing to say yes to that? So we are right now in the third day of our capital. Our state representatives have reached out and asked the pastors of Colorado to respond in prayer. What do we have, 56 representatives out of 64 counties? One-third is Republican, two-thirds Democrat. They have reported that they feel a demonic presence in the Capitol. 
And they went into session starting on Monday all the way through May. They have over 100 days of session. And they've reached out to some pastors and said, would you rise to the occasion and would you have prayer for us? And we're going to invite you into our meetings as we legislate. We want you interceding and praying over us. And then afterwards, we want you to lay hands on us. And 64 counties of Colorado have responded and said yes. Then a building right across the street from the Capitol, the KPOF building, have opened up their facility for prayer, starting at 7.30 in the morning for two hours of what we're going to do tonight. And then they're invited across the street to lay hands on the representatives. This happened 20 years ago with a representative here out of Lone Tree. I knew the man. He was a man of God. And he asked for pastors to come, and nobody said yes. And now there's a response because everything is about to be shaken for the glory of God. Amen? Why don't you stand to your feet? I was talking to a, a, a dear friend of mine. He's an apostle. Pastor's now in Arkansas. He's an American man, but he, he planted over 400 churches all up, in, uh, all up through Africa and into Asia and into Europe. He said, Dan, he said, I am American. He said, but it's really difficult to mobilize Americans to pray. He said, the independence, and even when they're called to stand, there's a thought that says, oh, this is just performance. He said, let me tell you about what true prayer looks like. So he's exploding in Arkansas out of nowhere. He couldn't get traction for years. Now all of a sudden he's blowing up his region for the glory of God out of nowhere. He told me, last time I was with him, he said, Dan, I was just in Africa where the Al-Shabaab, highly militant terrorist organization who are now terrorizing Heidi Baker's ministry, cutting the tongues out of her leaders, cutting their heads up. We don't know suffering. We just don't. Where men, their two and three-year-old daughters, their heads are being removed. Pastors. They're all through the African continent terrorizing Christians. He said, Dan, he said, I got invited to go to see my spiritual son. They were under such severe attack from Al-Shabaab. So I flew in. My spiritual son assembled 25,000 Africans in a stadium. He said, as I was flying in, the Lord said to him, Craig, I want you to break the spirit of death off this region. I've given you authority to break the spirit of death. He lands in the airport. They pick him up, all these armed guards. He says, why are there so many armed guards? They said, there is a bounty of $50,000 on your head. You will see your picture all over the city. Where Al-Shabaab knew that he was coming and put $50,000 on, on, on that man if he was dead. And the Lord says, you're going to break it. That night he was in his hotel room praying, getting ready for the prayer meeting. They, they came to pick him up, all these armed guards. They put him in the car. They're driving. He said, Dan, we got three miles away from that Coliseum. And the percussion coming off of that prayer meeting was hitting me in the chest. Boom. The anointing. Boom. Boom. He says, we were driving there and you could hear the roar of the people. He goes, we got to a checkpoint a quarter of a mile away from the Coliseum. 
And the guards who weren't believers were under the glory of God, weeping and shaking under the power of God. They could hardly stamp his credentials. He said, why are you shaking? They said, whatever's coming out of that Colosseum, we cannot function. He goes, that's the glory of God. He gets there. He starts preaching, and God says, now. He says, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of death. And boom, something broke in the spirit. Just tells me this a couple months ago. That night he goes to his hotel room. Many guys that were with the Al-Shabaab came in that night, invaded the place, and were throwing their guns at the front and getting radically saved. He goes to his hotel room late at night, flips on the lights, and there is a massive principality sitting on his couch, perplexed. He said, I, I just froze. He said, I've seen so many devils, so many demons, I have not seen a principality. He said, this thing was room-filling and massive. He said, the couch was crushed into the floor. And he froze. He says, and the Lord said to him, go in the room and go to bed. He says, Dan, that demon was not even aware of me, but he was so perplexed that something had broken in the spirit and he couldn't figure out where it came from. And he was in my room. And he said, I went and I said, did you sleep? He goes, Dan, I stared at the wall for hours. He said, that devil was in my room. He goes, you know how hard that was? And finally, I fell asleep. He goes, I woke up the next morning so scared to roll over. And I rolled over and that couch was still crushed into the floor. That devil was gone. And the death in that city had been broken. And revival exploded in the church. That's one man standing in agreement because the Africans were so scared to come into a kind of agreement, it took him to come in as a spiritual father and to break that spirit. And I'm telling you something, I told Mike just days ago, and he's feeling this, there's been a shift in this house. I, I remember, like it was a couple months ago, remember the two, these two waters, there was an outgoing and, an out, and a coming in of a different river coming into this house. And I remember that night like it was yesterday, as God was shifting gears. And so what we're gonna do, and this is very important, is that we're, we're going to, we, my, myself, Pastor Marcus, Tracy, we're going to flow tonight. And we're going to move together. And whatever you get that's in alignment with this, you come release it. Amen? We're going to, because it's really important that we build culture of radical agreement and we shake off our American individualism. And come together as one. Amen? Come together as one. And so I'm telling you right now, I've been in so many prayer meetings. And I've seen churches get breakthrough and some that don't. And when they do get breakthrough, it's when the room is in agreement. There's, do, you, do you know that there's certain types of prayer that even, do you know, you know, God created you with body movement and personality. That's why when he called Jehoshaphat to go into war, he told them how to go into war. You didn't see them balking back at God that that's performance. He said, here's how I want you to engage the enemy. And they were shooting forth their hands. And when you read it in the Hebrew, it literally means they were shooting forth these arrows into the spirit. They did it with militancy. So we're going to get militant tonight, amen? And we're going to build a culture of Wednesday night. Now, I want to tell you something. You're like, well, I've got personal needs of my own. You will find that when you intercede on behalf of another, God will come take care of what you desire breakthrough in. Always. 
I remember when I was pouring out, there were so many teenagers at this event getting radically set free. And I had an ache in my heart for my own girls. And I saw there was 15 girls get instantly delivered of this molestation thing. They just got set free in a moment. And the glory of God hit these several hundred teenagers. It was powerful, one of the most powerful meetings. And I laid on the stage and I wept and I wept. And I went back that night and I I didn't voice my thing to God. He said, Dan, I know your heart. He said, in the same way you labored over somebody else's kid, I'm going to send laborers into your kids' lives. And the way these kids got set on fire, I will make sure your kids get set on fire. He said, so meet the needs of others. And we're here tonight. The Rock has been given governance and authority over a region. We're going to cry out for pastors. We're going to cry out for awakening in the 64 counties. We're going to cry out for the glory of God to come. Amen? Let me give you some context tonight of something that came out the other day while we were praying together. In 2 Chronicles chapter 5, and then if you want to tonight, if you want some deep ammo, I, I feel this, and, and Pastor Marcus, Tracy, they're going to bring their flavor, but if you want some ammo tonight for prayer, open up to, to um, Isaiah 64. Um, sometimes the church, we move on too quick. Um, we've got to keep striking and striking and striking. Tracy told me they were in the back room talking about Elisha speaking to the king about striking the ground. And the king foolishly struck three times. When God gives an assignment of prayer, there was about a month and a half ago, remember that synergy that came off of Isaiah 64? You were releasing, I think you were on the base of the guitar. Mike was releasing something. There was something going on on Isaiah 64 about our 64 counties. An awakening and it was anointed sometimes we we have these moments and then we move on to the next thing and God's like no I need you to stay on it and stay on it and stay on it until the release comes until 64 counties of Colorado are burning it's the first five verses context for that in October on the 23rd of October Sean Foyt was coming into Colorado This was his 40th tour of President Trump commissioned them in D.C. on their first tour. President Trump laid hands on Sean Foyt. He told us right before we met, he said he laid hands on us and prophesied, President Trump prophesied an awakening of revival. He said, Sean, take the glory to the cities of America and release the sound of heaven. He said, my president blessed me to carry revival all over America. And and they knew it was going to be for 40 tours. And the Lord says, on the 40th tour, that will be the place of the greatest outpouring. The high place. On October 23rd, in Estes Park, which there has been so many prophetic words about Estes Park was going to be the ministereth, the place that the first fire was going to be lit. I was in my offices praying for that event And the Lord says, look up how many counties are in Colorado. I didn't know. And I looked it up, and it was 64. He goes, Isaiah 64 is the glory over the counties. He said, pray it, and pray it, and pray it, and pray it. By the way, our brothers and sisters on the western slope right now are burning with fire. I met with 100 pastors and intercessors over there, and they might be more radical than us. 
They are in the river. They're taking massive ground. They're believing God for revival in every one of their towns. Clear down into Durango. It's awesome. Something's happening in our state. Amen. And so this came out the other day. It says, so all the work that Solomon had done for the house of the Lord was finished. There was such a feeling that that was applicable to the rock. That there has been this preparation season of alignment. Alignment, getting the house in order. Alignment. Pastor Mike and Christy, the staff, have been so faithful. Do you know their staff meetings are three hours of prayer? I don't know about the staff meetings that do this. Praying, God, what's your heart? Lord, what are you saying? This has been day after day, season after season, month after month. Lord, we want to be faithful to you in prayer. And this came to me. It said that they were that Solomon had been faithful. For the house of the Lord had been finished. It had been furnished. And then verse 2 down through verse 12, it says, Then they invited the presence of God to come into the temple. And here's a powerful part right here. It says in verse 13, And it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to the heart, to, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice as one with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and they praised the Lord as one, it's the key thing, for he is good and his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled that house. So God wants to do. He wants to release his cloud. I, I find it really awesome tonight that Justin's here. I've been praying for you, Justin. Um, Justin had a dream. He saw this sword that was in the ground, and he saw like people on, on this side of the sword, like the Christians. Then he saw people on the other side of the sword. And he had this sense in this dream that that sword was about to come out of the ground. And people were jumping back and forth over the top of this sword. It's kind of playing little Christian back and forth. And all of a sudden the sword came out of the ground. And he said the idea, if you were to reach up and try to grab it, it would sever your hands. He said the moment had come, the sword of the Lord had come on the land and the division had come of the sheep and the goats, the separation. And I remembered that today when he told me that. And I heard the Lord said, I want you to cry out. I want you to cry out for the goats that they'll have an encounter with Jesus. And the lukewarmness in the body of Christ would be done away with at the fire of God. There would be an embracing of the glory, a crying out, Lord, would you send your glory again? Whatever it looks like, cut my heart where we would lay down sin and distractions and the things that so easily entangle. Hebrews says, lay aside the sin that so easily entangles you. See, there's coming a glory that's going to be possibly offensive to so many of us because we've misunderstood. The glory is coming to set the house in order. Amen. To cause us. That's why he said, I want you to get oil. I want you to get the burning again. Amen. We're going to go through Isaiah 6-4. Then we're going to go back into prayer. And then Pastor Marcus, Tracy are going to flow however they feel. If you have something, let's just, let's just let's really just exercise tonight these first five verses. Let's stay in the Isaiah 64. There, there's going to be, you, we're, you, I told Pastor Mike, we're going to be shocked at the revelation that some of you get on things. Because you're carrying a prophetic spirit in you, you see. And you're going to come up here and release something that myself or Pastor Mike or Marcus, we wouldn't see. 
Amen? And that's where the power of God is on. Amen? Let's go ahead and read that together. Because here's what the Lord said. He said, Isaiah 64 over the 64 counties. I want you to pray it, and I want you to pray it, and I want you to pray it. And it's just so awesome. First five verses. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down. I mean, we could just stop there. That the mountains might shake at your presence. As fire burns brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things for which we did not look, and Marcus, that goes right along with that pastor. Remember the dream you had? Was not even aware of the healing that was about to break out in his place. When you shared that, I felt the percussion on that. Pastors not even aware of what's coming to their churches. We're going to cry out for them. When you did awesome things for which we did not even look, you came down. The mountain shook at your presence. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God beside you, who acts for the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. We're going to pray that tonight. And we're going to take our assignment tonight on the wall. A Nehemiah anointing. And in this high place, we're going to command injustice, unrighteousness to break. Pastor Marcus, you might know this. The, the scripture that says, For the, the scepter of wickedness will no longer rest upon the land allotted to the righteous. We're going to declare tonight, Colorado... We call you back to your righteous root. We declare, as prophets have stood into the northern portion in 1908, a prophetic evangelist stood in the northern portion of Colorado and prophesied that the north was going to break forth a dam of water. A revival would come to the front range and impact all the way down into the south of Colorado. Steve Hill prophesied the same thing in 1999. Standing. In, in, Grand, in Grand Lake or Granby. We're going to declare that this state will be righteous. We're going to cry out for our governor. We're going to cry out for our representatives. We're going to cry out for righteous rule. Can we shift a culture, a climate? Absolutely. I will act on behalf of the one of the one. Amen? So Lord, we give you praise tonight. Father, I thank you for the war machine that you're building. Lord, we are so grateful that you have called us into this assignment as watchmen. We get to decree. We get to declare. It's that 22 anointing. We're standing in 22. Father, we thank you, Lord, that Isaiah 22, 22 anointing, the anointing to bind and to loose, the anointing to close and to open in Jesus' name. And the Lord says, I'll partner with that. Whatever you bind on earth, I'll honor it in heaven and I'll bind it in heavens. And whatever you loose in the earth, I'll honor it and I'll loose it in the earth. Amen. So, Lord, we bless your name. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get in the spirit even more. And what you're waiting for is unction. 
where the Spirit of God just comes on you with an unction. And I'm going to ask you tonight to stay the course with Isaiah 64. If you feel something different that must be prayed, would you present it to Pastor Marcus? And just say, hey, I'm feeling a real burning on this, and he can discern that, okay? Um, I will tell you this. I've seen prayer meetings kind of driven into the ground by people not discerning well. Okay, so we've got to discern what God's doing and stay in our anointing tonight. Amen? Amen. God bless you. So as we're worshiping tonight, you're engaging with the Word. We're going into battle tonight. You're reading through this. You may not even have to come to this pulpit tonight, but you're standing back there saying, Oh, God, that you would rend the heavens and come down. I would encourage you, find the joy in pacing. Walk around. Move around. You can lay down. You can sit down if you'd like. We're not saying you can't do that. It's just trying to get us into a different culture, a different shift that we're moving into battle. And it's hard. It's hard to fight somebody when you're sitting down. Right? We get up. We move. We go for it. Amen? Let's take some ground. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I want to speak a blessing over the rock. I bless the rock to step into its assignment to declare over this root structure of Colorado breakthrough and glory. That tonight we pray with confidence and faith that you hear us and you answer by fire in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless your name. We take ground tonight for your glory, Lord. Amen. Amen. So like Dan said, we're just going to go right back into worship. And during worship, 10, 15 minutes, we're just stirring our spirit. Lord, what are you saying? Lord, what are you doing? We're taking that track of Isaiah 64. And those are the themes that we're pulling out. The fire of God. The coming down of his presence. The meeting of those who are waiting for him. The praying that the church would wait for him. Just those themes. We're taking those out and we're praying those. So right now, let's just worship the Lord. Father, we declare in the name of Jesus, according to Isaiah 64, Lord, you said that you were going to rend the heavens, that you were going to come down. Father, we declare over our capital, we declare over our governor, we declare over our representatives in the name of Jesus. The Lord, during these hundred days of prayer, Father, we declare that you're going to rend the heavens and come down upon Denver, upon that capital, in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare a great awakening amongst our representatives in the name of Jesus. Father, we call Governor Polis into the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless that man. Father, we declare nightly visions, dreams, and revelations of Messiah into his life in Jesus' name. Father, we bless our capital that there would be righteous rule, righteous decrees, righteous laws written in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree strength over our representatives in Jesus' name. We declare the power of witchcraft is broken off of that building, down into the roots of that building, into its foundations. We bless downtown Denver and our capital in the name of Jesus. Lord, rid the heavens and come down upon our capital in the name of Jesus. Father, pour out your spirit over Colorado. Father, pour out your fire. Pour out a spirit of revival. Lord, we ask you right now. We bring forth the words of Isaiah 64, prophesied thousands of years ago. But Lord, we ask you afresh. Oh, that you would rend the heavens. Oh, that you would come down. Lord, we repent for not desiring you. We repent for not having this 
grown within us for the living God to come down and encounter our state. And we turn ourselves to you. On behalf of the church, we repent and we say, God, our desire is you. Our longing is for your spirit. Our groan is for your glory. Our hunger is for your presence. Our thirst is for the glory of your name. Oh, that you would come down. God, we ask you to shake the mountains of Colorado with revival. We ask you to shake the high places of this nation with revival, with fire, with wind, with oil, with wine. Lord, do what you did in days of old when you filled the temple with glory and you consumed the sacrifice with fire. God, do what you did in days of old when you confronted the prophets of Baal and the God who answered by fire was God. The God who answered by fire was God. Lord, do what you did in the upper room in Acts 2 when men and women waited on your name and you poured out a spirit of glory in Jerusalem and you transformed that city and you turned it upside down and 300,000 people came into the kingdom in eight years. God, we ask you right now, do it again. We ask you right now, do it again. God, as we pray, over the 64 counties, as we go to the capital and as we cry out for our nation, God, I pray in this next 100 days, we ask you right now as a people with sincerity of heart, for the next 100 days, we ask you for a turnaround. We ask you for every prophetic word that has been spoken over this state, that it would be fulfilled. Lord, we say with a spirit of prophecy on us, it begins now. The turnaround begins now. The revival begins now. The eyes of the blind open. The ears of the deaf unstop. The tongue of the mute will sing and the lame will leap like a deer. We call Colorado and with a prophetic spirit we say, behold your God. Behold your God. Behold your maker. Behold your sustainer. Behold your savior. Blind eyes and demonic veils we tear down in the name of Jesus. That spirit of blindness, that demonic veil that keeps people from seeing the glory of God, we ask for the sword of the Lord to come and to tear that veil from top to bottom, to tear that veil and to remove it. And we prophesy, Isaiah 25, on this mountain, the veil will be swallowed up and they will see the glory of God. I got a lot of my voice. I'll get it out there. Come on. <laughs> the Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is 
holy. The king is mighty. He loves justice. You have established equity in Jacob. You have done what is just and what is right. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Lord, I thank you for your presence right now, Lord. God, I thank you that you're releasing your presence, Lord, over Colorado. God, I thank you for the power of prayer. The power of prayer over a city, over a church, over a state, over a nation, Lord. God, I thank you that you're releasing it right now. God, I thank you that when we come together in unity, God, you command a blessing. You command a blessing that looks like power. Power invading the earth so Jesus can get what he came for. The glory to fill the earth. God, I thank you for that right now. God, will we just cry out? I believe as a prophetic act, would you just cry out with me? Just cry out to the Lord in your own way. Whatever it is, just cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, we can't do it without your presence. Lord, we can't do it without your presence, Lord. God, with your presence of glory, just like on Azuzu Street, Lord, where the fire trucks had to come and were called to a fire every night because of the glory that rested upon that place, Lord. Let your fire consume all the things not made of you, God, this hour. God, I thank you that you're moving in and through the capital, Lord. I thank you that your glory, Lord, is invading offices. Your, your glory, God, is invading the courtrooms, Lord. When legislative sessions are taking place, Lord, I thank you, God, that you're present. I thank you for the invitation, Lord. And I thank you, God, for the pastors that said yes. Your eyes roam to and fro throughout the earth looking for those who would just say yes, Lord. And I thank you for the pastors of Colorado and all 64 counties, Lord. God, that were invited and are invited, Lord, that they would pray, God, with fervor, Lord. God, that they would pray, God, I just feel like the, the, the Lord is saying, pray with ferocious, ferocious roars. I don't know why ferocious roars. It's just like coming out of my spirit right now. I feel like there's ferocious roars coming from the capital right now. God, the prayers of a righteous man that's on fire availeth much. God, I thank you that the prayer, the prayers, God, from your sons and your daughters being released right now, Lord, would invade the state, would invade this region, Lord. God, I thank you for 1908, Lord. God, you're a sovereign. If you'll do it once, you'll do it again. If you'll do it for one, you'll do it for another, Lord. If you'll invade a place in one point in time, Lord, you'll do it in another Kairos moment of time. God, I thank you for the 100-year prophecy. God, we're in the center of that right now. Lord, a hundred years ago, they said it will come again in 100 years. God, I thank you that that's going to be released and it's going to start. There's a, there's a nucleus, an inception place right here in our state. Let's cry out for the nucleus to be exploded. Lord, I thank you for your presence. Like the Mo when Moses went to the Holy of Holies, Lord, I thank you. That the seventh step, when they hit the seventh step, Lord, that was the place of rest. But when they stepped in, God, on the eighth step, into the holy of holies, Lord, that's where they worshiped, Lord. 
God, I thank you that we're going to worship you in the midst of ferocious, roaring prayer right now, Lord. God, I thank you, God, for the saints, Lord, that have gone before us. I thank you for those that have tilled the ground, that have kept their hand to the plow, Lord, never letting go, Lord. I just want to prophesy over the state of Colorado right now. Isaiah 64. I proclaim and declare it, Lord, that the heavens will shake and that the mountains will shake at your presence, Lord, that your thunderous roar, Lord, will invade this place. God, we just engage it right now. Lord, we just engage it right now. God, we just engage that right now, Lord. God, I think that there's a fire starting in the belly, Lord, right down in the belly of every believer, Lord, that there's something being stirred up. God, your word says it. Stir yourself up for good works, God. Whatever the good works looks like, Lord, I thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for the fire deep in our belly, Lord, that's not going to be extinguished, Lord. You promises this. I will give you all the lamp oil you need. You just need to generate it. You need to stir yourself up to receive it. So, God, I thank you, God. We have the eternal fire, Lord, inside of us. I just release that right now, your presence, God, in this place, over this state. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, that tongues would be tamed in our leadership throughout the state, Lord. God, I just hear, like, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. Lord, I thank you that you're taming the tongue. I think it's in James where it says, blessing and curse will come out of our mouth, both out of the same exact mouth. God, let us not be double-minded like that. God, let us speak life and not death. I just speak life and not death. God, I thank you for what you're doing throughout the earth right now, God. I thank you for the shaking, God the intense shaking, God. I just see it. I don't know why this is. I see it after the first quarter. I don't know why. After the first quarter, that's after March. After the first quarter, there's going to come a mighty shaking. God, I think that there's a mighty shaking coming after the first quarter. I don't know what's being held back. It's almost like a dam, and I see it, and it's going to explode after the first quarter, Lord. God, we thank you for that. I think that the shaking would take place, Lord. And those, God, those that don't have you will only have temporal pieces to fall to the ground. God, I thank you that they grab hold of you in this hour, Lord, so that when the shaking does come and the temporal things fall, that they have something that's eternal, the things that remain, Lord. I cry out for salvation over all of Colorado. I cry out for salvation for all of creation in Colorado, Lord. Not one soul. I know there's that word that says no child left behind. (laughs) No unbeliever left behind, Lord. God, I thank you that every single one of us, Lord, all of those, God, your army of saints right now, Lord, your children, your sons and your daughters, God, this is the hour to step up. This is the hour to speak truth into the body. This is the hour to speak truth into the earth. God, I thank you that it'll be done with love, but God, I thank you that it's going to look vicious. It's going to look like a double-edged sword. Lord, it's going to cut right down to bone and marrow, Lord. 
not by our power, not by our might. Our weapons are not carnal because you are the God that makes the mountains tremble. Thank you, Lord. So right, right before Sharon's about to pray, but Tracy prophesied a ferocious roar of prayer coming from the Church of Colorado. I really bore witness to that. You have to, re- you have to respond to a lion. When you hear a lion roar, you have to respond to it. And then Amos 3 says, when God speaks, you must prophesy. And so, when the roar of the lion in prayer, and I think it's prophetic intercession, comes from the church, the nation, the, 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 the state has to respond. So what we're going to do, we're going to use this chorus, we're going to go right back into it, and we're going to close our eyes, and we're going to sing to the church of Colorado, come on, my soul, don't you get shy of me, lift up your song. You have a lion inside of your lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. And what I like to do in these moments, I'm just kind of taking a teaching moment right here, but we're going to go right back into this. What I like to do is I like to really narrow my focus. I prophesy over one church. I get my mind and I I think of one church and I prophesy over that church. And I know that the Lord is hearing me for the whole state of Colorado, okay? So we're going to take that prophetic revelation that was released. And Paul, you get right back into strumming hard. Don't you guys do? Yeah, yeah don't, get, don't get shy on me. And we're going to go right back into this, okay? In fact, as we do it, let's just raise our hands to engage in prayer, okay? Father God, thank you. Thank you because you are doing a new thing in your church, Lord. Father God, what the church would say no to today, it's saying yes, Father God. We stand with your church here in Colorado, Lord Jesus. We are standing by the people that you've called to lead us, Lord Jesus. We are standing by them, Lord Jesus, because they have known, they have recognized the need for you, the need for you in our cities, the need for you in our counties, the need for you in the state, Father God, and we are standing beside them, Lord Jesus, praising you, Lord Jesus, adoring you and thanking you, Lord Jesus, for changing hearts, Lord, for hearts that are recognizing the need for you in our state, Lord, and Father God, we just pray, Lord Jesus, right now, Father God, that as they are asking for prayer and as we are saying yes to that Lord Jesus that you respond Lord that you let it rain that you let your heart be felt here in this state that every single one of those counties will feel Lord Jesus the need and the love that you have for them Lord Jesus I just praise you for that right now Father God Lord you have called us to roar you are doing a new thing your sleeping giant is waking up right now and we commanded wake up church wake up no longer shall you sleep no longer shall you sleep you will wake up right now you are up for battle get up and start fighting get your word out get your spirit awakened right now and start roaring for the father roaring for jesus asking him to come to hear the voice wake up church right now we command you to be awakened giant no longer shall you slumber you shall walk around 
praising the living God because he is not sleeping and he's not done with you yet. Today, today we are here. We are here with this state, with every single one of those leaders who is asking for that prayer. We just praise you, Father God, and we thank you for what you're doing in your church, Lord, because you are empowering us, Lord Jesus, to walk boldly, walk boldly knowing and recognizing, Lord Jesus, that you are God and there is no other. Father God, thank you for that. Thank you for the awakening giant, Lord, because there is a roar that is being felt from the top of the state all the way to the bottom Lord from east to west we are going to experience a new renewal a revival of your spirit a revival of the church Lord a river that is going to cut it straight through Lord Jesus where no longer shall we be called Christians we are going to be called your sons and your daughters no longer are we going to be asleep Father God but we are going to be awakened Lord Jesus Jeremy today was telling me, Mom, the Lord is showing me a lion. He's showing me a baby lion being raised up and he's presenting it. And I said, honey, that is the bride. That is the church that is going to be awakened. It's no longer just going to be a dedicated because he has been born as a king. He's been born, has been called to what Jesus has called it because we are co-heirs with Christ. No longer shall we be asleep, Father God. Thank you for the opportunity to pray for each one of these counties, for each one of your, Lord Jesus, your children are going to be changed for what is being done today because we are pouring our prayers. We are pouring our prayers over each one of these counties, Lord. And today, it's going to change. Today, it's going to change, Father God. Thank you for the change that is coming. Thank you for the shaking, Lord Jesus, because this rattling, Lord Jesus, is going to make this state change for you. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus, in your holy and your precious name, Lord. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Father, we acknowledge that this warfare that we're fighting takes place first in the heavenlies. And in the heavenlies, there's rulers, authorities, powers, and dominions that were all created by Jesus. And they all have to bend their knees at his name. So Father, we're engaging in warfare here tonight to cause those rulers, authorities, powers, and dominions to kneel at the name of Jesus. And so we stand in the heavenly places. We're seated with him in the heavenly places. He has been given to us as the name above all names. All things were put in subjection under his feet. And after putting all things in subjection under his feet, he gave him to us. So Father, we take our authority. Rend the heavens and come down. Tear them tear them and we are standing by faith to do our part to tear those heavens just like the prince of Persia withstood so that Daniel couldn't get the message and you had to send Michael the chief prince to fight that warfare with the prince of Persia we come against the prince of Colorado we come against the Prince of Colorado that is over this whole state. And we put him in subjection 
to the name of Jesus. And we pray and we lift up and we bring before you the hundred people that make up our legislature. 65 representatives, 35 senators. There are godly people in that mix who are outnumbered. And the ones who aren't godly are going to join their numbers. We are declaring your victory from the heavens first so that your victory might come down and not only shake the mountains, shake the prairie, shake the trees, shake Denver, shake every town, shake every corner of this state with your presence. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it until the only things that remain are the things that can't be shaken because they're eternal. Take away those things that are only temporal because we've created them. We've had a hand in creating a lot of this by our absence. And we declare that we are not going to be absent any longer. We are not going to be the missing church. We are not going to be the missing sons and daughters. We are going to be the sons and daughters that have been called into active warfare with you. And we lift up our hands. Yada, we lift up our hands. Behold the hand at the door. Yod Dalat Hey. Behold the hand at the door. Our hands are at your door. Our hands are lifted up and they are actively involved in shredding the heavens. Shredding the powers that are opposing this. Shredding those spiritual aspects of those who oppose your kingdom, Father. And we are tearing at them right now like lions at prey. We are tearing them down. We are subjecting them to the name of Jesus. And we are calling them to bow their knees before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Senator of Senators, the representative of representatives, King is above all those. And Father, we look to you, but we don't want to end up in this place. It says that no eye has seen or ear heard a God like you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him, but we don't want you waiting on us. So make us ready right now for the thing you do next so that we fall right in line and we do that with you immediately. We wait for you, but we do not want you to wait for us. In Jesus' name. Forgive us, we've become like the other states. We've become like other nations. We have become like those over whom it is said that you had never ruled, like those who are not called by your name. Oh God, forgive us. Colorado is for your glory. For in our motto it says we are nothing without providence. And we have become nothing. God, forgive us. God, forgive the churches, God, that were given opportunities and that we didn't rise to the occasion. God, forgive us. Have mercy on us, God. Colorado was once a state that gave you glory. Lord, I call forth in the name of Jesus.
all the prayer meetings, all the prayers, the people at 500 people at the Civic Center, people, hundreds of people at Fiddler's Green, buses going around filled with people on assignment. I call forth all the prayer meetings, all the intercessors, all the prayers of Colorado Praise, all the prayers of 24-7 tent with Dave Powers and those guys. God, we call forth all the prayer meetings and all the prayers of, of the grandma intercessors and the, and the teenagers crying out on their face for a move of God. We call forth all the prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your faithful ones, God, that they did not shrink back. Though some have shrank back, though there are so many that have risen up and paid such a high price, God, laying their very lives down in prayer, God, hour after hour, day after day, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. God, I just see the, the bowls in heaven. I feel like the Lord's saying, Colorado, the bowls are ready to tip. The water is ready to pour out those from those prayers. Thank you, Jesus. If you would, as a prophetic act of unity, put your hand on your stomach and close your eyes and fix your eyes on Jesus. He is the one we all love. He is, we are one when we look at Jesus. There is nothing between us when we look at Jesus, anything that might separate us melts because we are here, because we love him. We love you so much, Papa. We love you so much. Just love on him. Use your own voice. Just all of us, just love on him. Fix your eyes on him. Hand on your belly. Just love him. God, we love you so much. We'd do anything for you. You're so glorious. You're so good. You've done it all, God. You paid the heavy price. The price we bear is nothing in comparison. We love you so much. You're so good. And it is your goodwill and your pleasure to pour out revival on our state. You do not hold it back. For you are at like, like the edge of heaven, just desiring for your people just to do what you ask us to do so that you can release this flood of living water these rivers out of our belly will flow rivers of living water. Each and every believer flowing these rivers of living water. Praise you, Jesus, God. Praise you for the bowls, those prayers, God. God, I bring to your remembrance, God, 200 Christians called by your name that about 20, 25 years ago went up into the Golden Dome of the capital of Colorado before 9-11. And that we went up there, and those 200 Christians in groups of however many they allow, we cried out for the state of Colorado to break forth in revival. We call forth those prayers too. And now with our hands on our bellies, I pray that somehow in your love, God, I just feel like God wants us to tip the bowl. So. With your hand on your belly, everyone who has a prayer language, and if you don't, just cry out to God. 
we're just going to cry out to him. It might seem long, but like three minutes and just, just wail, let the lion roar, just, just cry out in intercession in tongues, preferably just beyond our minds. God, the revival, the revival, God, you want to pour it out. We want it. We're hungry, God. We need your revival, Papa. Come, Lord Jesus, and have your way. Have your way, God. We're in unity. We stand together, eyes fixed on you. And we cry out to you as one. We are one in Christ. We cry out to you as one voice, one bride, one people. Revival in Colorado. Tip the bowl, God. Tip the bowl. Add our prayers and tip the bowl. Tip the bowl in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Revival come in Colorado. It's time. It's time. It's time. Let the rivers flow out of our bellies will flow these rivers of living water every believer flowing in the holy spirit doing all you've called them to do revival is in us flow out in jesus name flow out of every believer from the littlest child to the oldest one from the infants to the 90 year olds and everyone in between men and women black and white Asian and Mexican, Latin and Indian. God, all of us, we stand as one. We love you, Papa. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Rend the heavens, God. Rend the heavens. And come down with your great revival. Come down with your move of God that you promised, God. These words through your people is what you promise, is what you want to do. We're not asking for something you don't want to do. We want what you want, God. It's all for you, God. It's all for your glory. It's all for the salvation that your bride would become whole and become all that you've called her to be. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. Be glorified, Papa. Be glorified. Bowls be tipped now. Bowls be tipped now. We receive God. We receive God. Rending the heavens. Thank you, Jesus. Let's do this, just kind of for our final act for tonight. Um, let's just get into small groups. And I just saw a picture of us in groups of three and four. And let's just go around and each person pray a prayer for the state of Colorado. The Lord's going to put something on your heart. And the other three or four, you're just going to agree with it. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. But we're all just going to come into agreement with what the Holy Spirit is putting on our hearts for our state. Okay? And so we'll just do that. And then when that's done, we can be done for tonight. Thank you, Paul, for serving us as a minister for three or four hours of playing the guitar. <laughs> and uh, just before we do that, I'm just going to pray. Lord, we just thank you for tonight. And I just also want to, I just want to thank you guys. Thank you 
for engaging. Thank you for getting out of your comfort zone. Thank you for stirring yourself up in the place of prayer. This is where we're going. This is what we're contending for. And uh, so let's come back next week and do the same thing, okay? Lord, we just thank you for tonight. I thank you for these precious intercessors. And God, we say, put inside of us your burden and cause us to fast and pray so that we can see your will be done, your kingdom come in Jesus' name. Amen.